Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is Wednesday, December 9th. As I speak here this morning, it's about 11 o'clock Central Time. We have a USDA report tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about the report. I did a little bit of analysis uh, uh, ahead of the report in this morning's podcast. And if you're looking for some pre-report estimates and that sort of thing, they can certainly be found uh, in a number of places. I figured I would take a little bit of time today uh, to discuss the corn market and uh, some of the technical implications here. Um, you know, we've we've backed off from the highs, uh, but at the same time, we've been able to hold uh, some some levels underneath the market on a couple different occasions. So I figured I would do a quick rundown of, of kind of the technical setup here and uh, give you a, a basic idea of the uh, the lay of the land. Remember, everybody, if you need some help with your grain marketing, if you would like to know what I am doing um, every day of the week, every business day, uh, go to my website, go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner. And uh, for $49 a month, you can subscribe to uh, my grain marketing plan and subscription service. It includes a morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 in the morning, central time. Also, a text message service. You will be made aware of when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Uh, There's no obligation there. There's no additional fee. Uh, You don't need a trading account. And you can cancel it at absolutely any time. There's no obligation. I make this uh, very, very simple. So to get to, the, to this corn market, I want to give you a very kind of brief look at at the charts here and uh, some of the potential uh, technical factors that we're looking at. I'm going to put put the uh, the nearby March corn contract on the screen here. The first thing I want to talk about is this trend line and this blue trend line. If you're watching on the video, there, there's there's an uptrend line that started with the August low. It was August twelfth. Uh, 331 and a half was the low in the March corn contract on that date. August 12th is, is when we bottomed. And since then, the market had kind of followed this trend line higher. Uh, we, we went down and, and, uh, tested some, some support and kind of found some support there in late September. Uh, we then tested the trend line again in early November. And now, we are trading below that trend line and have been for uh, three or four trading sessions. So I'm going to go with the idea here for the moment that the uptrend has been busted. And I'm going to pull this uh, trend line off of the screen here. I'm going to say that that this line has been negated uh, for the time being. So what that leaves us with here short term, I think, is kind of a, a sideways to lower deal. If you notice in each of the last one, two, three, four, today would be five trading sessions. We have had lower highs than the uh, previous session. And that is not necessarily 
a positive factor. Um, the fact that we went up and traded that high at 439 and a half on, on November 30th and then uh, posted a key reversal, which I talked about in a previous uh, episode where I did the corn charts, um, that was kind of a negative factor. And in this case, uh, the key reversal, as a matter of fact, did result in some additional selling pressure, um, which, you know, we've seen some back and forth, but um, that was that was your peak very firmly uh, for the time being was that 439 and a half. And for the moment, as I sit here today, uh, 439.5 is your big-time technical hurdle. If we were to see a rally on the report tomorrow or a rally on additional Chinese purchases, South American weather, whatever it may be, that 439.5 March corn futures, that is your big hurdle uh, from a technical standpoint. Now, that brings me to my next level, which is a level below the market, Uh, 414.5. March corn futures nearby contract is where we bottomed on December 2nd. And then the market bottomed very close to, to there at 415 and a half on uh, December 7th. So within the span of four trading days, we went down and we tested this 414 to 415 area, uh, two different occasions, and we were able to hold it successfully. So for the moment, to the downside, that's your big support area, that 414 to 415 level. Now, If this trend continues where we continue to have lower highs uh, versus the previous day and and this this little downtrend that we have in place continues or accelerates, uh, what's your next target? What's what's kind of the next area? I I think very obviously three ninety six is is the spot. 396 is where we bottomed in October following a correction in October uh, when the rally was making new highs. We went up. And we peaked at uh, $4.22 on October 27th. And then we saw a big sell-off. We, uh, two days later, bottomed at $3.96. I'm going to say that that $3.96 is some sort of significant low and potentially a downside target in the market. Um, you know, we've, we've still got a lot of factors here that could result in some selling pressure between now and the end of the year. I've discussed the fund length in the market and, uh, why I think that makes us a little bit more, more vulnerable here, um, over the next, say, three weeks. Um, there are other factors out there. South American weather, uh, ethanol, I think is, is going to turn into a problem. Um, we, we've seen good ethanol production. We actually saw a really good production number today. The problem is that stocks keep building and forward ethanol production margins are terrible. So we could again get into a situation where we see not just a, a, a poor year over year performance like we've been seeing, but you could see ethanol production fall off even further or more drastically. So there's always risk here, especially in this particular instance, you've got this big fund long, you've got a market that has trended higher, um, and you've got the end of the year coming up. So I think that there is some downside risk. I, I really hope we go the other way. I hope we go back up and blow through that 439 and, and see this market at some, at some even better levels. But for the moment, I'm, I'm looking at the action here technically, these lower highs, um, in, in each of the last, uh, for today would be five trading sessions. That's kind of a red flag to me. Um, if we were to go down and trade below that 414 level, I, I think that that opens the door to a, a quick move down to 396. Uh, you could probably go down to 396, still have the funds along the market, still have some bullish sentiment. And, and it would not be a total technical disaster either if we went down and traded 396. I would call that 
probably a technical correction if we were to able if we were able to go down there test that level hold it um i think that that would be something that may ultimately be health, healthy for the market to be honest um it's it's typically healthy to see corrections in markets uh even in the midst of of a big bull run like we have going on right now i think as a matter of fact if we want to see this thing continue into 2021 we may need to see the funds set back a little bit maybe peel back a little bit of that position uh maybe get the sentiment to shift just uh, just a little bit you know nothing changes sentiment like price and if you were to take 25 30 cents off this market you would have some some bearish sentiment emerge you would have some bears emerge in the marketplace and a lot of times that's what it takes a lot of times you need to get back to like like equilibrium uh, or, or somewhere close to it if you want the rally to continue. And I want the rally to continue. We all want the rally to continue for sure. But uh, I think that if you were to go down and even say test that 396 area, I think that that would uh, kind of reset the market a little bit. It would peel back some of the fund length. It would give us a little bit of equilibrium and that there may be some bearish sentiment that emerges, whereas you don't have a ton of it right now. And that would not be a bad thing necessarily. It it, it really wouldn't. Um, I hope this was useful to you. This was just a quick chart review. Again, I like doing these um, once every two or three weeks for each market, and I'm going to continue to do these. Uh, if you like this sort of stuff, let me know. Um, hit the uh, 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 the YouTube page and uh, leave me a comment. And remember, if 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 uh, if you like what I'm doing here, hit that like button on the YouTube video. That's the easiest thing you can do to help me is hit that like button. It helps the YouTube algorithms to spread these videos out a little bit more and help me get a little bit more viewers. So if you like what you're seeing, hit that like button for me. I would really appreciate it. Everyone have a uh, great day today and uh, we'll see what the USDA report says tomorrow. I may do a quick update after that report uh, tomorrow afternoon. Catch you a little bit later.